Hello, everybody, and welcome to Kego Lasso. This is a standalone special episode as the recent news of Argentina legend Diego Maradona has died at the age of 60. We have all the information and a conversation with legendary Spanish football commentator Andres Cantor and also an Argentinian who will talk to us about Maradona's legacy and what this means uh, to the world of football. Stay right here for a very special edition as we break down Diego Maradona. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Kego Lasso. As promised, uh, you know, the news of Diego Armando Maradona has hit home in the world of football and beyond. And I'm very uh, thankful and honored to have Andres Cantor, uh, one of the most well-known recognizable voices in the beautiful game. But also, aside from that, somebody that can truly speak so much about Diego Maradona, uh, Andres, first of all, uh, muchas gracias. Thank you so much for being here uh, for today. Obviously not the best time to come, but a good time to, to discuss a, a legendary person that was Diego. Indeed, thank you, Luis Miguel, for having me on. It's a, it's a very sad day for the world of football, as you said. It's, it's a very sad day for all Argentines. Uh, you're gonna have to pardon me, but um, it's very hard to talk about this because, um, you know, he had died so many times before. He had so many episodes where he uh, was like a heartbeat away from dying and, and recovered. But when the news broke this morning, um, it hit hard. It hit really hard because um, uh, obviously we all knew that uh, it was going to happen later, sooner than later, later than sooner, I don't know. But um, it has happened and it's uh, it's a very sad day for, for football. Uh, you're gonna have to pardon my exaggeration, but I think football died today. I don't pardon anything. I Honestly, I think that many join you in that thought. And the reason, Andres, why I wanted you here, aside from your tremendous expertise and knowledge is really just you're Argentinian, you are a Boca Juniors fan, you grew up uh, in the heart of everything that represents Argentinian football culture, and you cannot talk about football without talking about Diego Maradona. And I just wanted your thoughts, I guess, as a fan, as somebody that because I don't even know if you knew him. Did you know him well? Yes, yes I did. I did. I knew him. Um, I met him when he was uh, 18 in the under-19 uh, Argentinian national team. He played in Los Angeles before going to Tokyo for the World Cup and winning the World Cup. I met his family. Uh, I met him several times during my career. I was uh, in Napoli both times they won the Scudetto. I was in his home. I was in his uh, celebration party right outside uh, Napoli when when he won the, the first Scudetto, the first Italian league. Uh, and of course, I was uh, crying with all my Argentine fellow journalists in the uh, press section 
at Estadio Azteca in Mexico in 1986 when Argentina became a world champion. Uh, I was inside Coapa where Argentina used to train and, and live. Um, and, uh, you know, I hadn't seen him in, in a while. I think uh, I saw him last in, in one of the World Cups. I don't think I saw him in Russia. I think I saw him in, in Brazil. I did see him in Brazil. I did see him in Brazil and, and I said hi to him and, and he remembered. And uh, anyways, this is not about me. It's, it's about the greatest footballer in, in history. Um, you know, for those that didn't see him play, you have to understand that my statement, as blunt as it is, uh, it's because soccer was, football was uh, different in the era that he played. Um, he played against the, the best uh, players, the best teams. Uh, he got kicked and butchered in every single game. Um, there was no VAR, there was uh, a different style of refereeing the game. Nowadays, you know that you put the hand on, on Messi and he stops running and the referee calls a foul and Diego just, uh, Diego was a magician with the ball. Diego had so much to give to the game. He was unstoppable. Um, he was just the the best what can I tell you the best I, I've seen play um, and associating that with uh, my feelings as an Argentine as, as a Boca Juniors fan as you said uh, I mean he gave it all for the Argentinian national team shirt um, there was I mean magic every time that he put on that that jersey uh, he played briefly in Boca, gave us a, a championship. Uh, he was always and will always be identified with with Boca Juniors, with Argentinos Juniors, the team that that uh, brought him to fame. And uh, leaving his personal life aside, all the controversies, which obviously have uh, perhaps tainted his image as a footballer. I don't think there is one Argentine today that is not sad and crying. There is not. You can be uh, against him um, because of the way he thinks politically, the way he did the things he did with his life. But we are all mortals, as we have seen. And uh, football is a religion in Argentina, as you know, Luis Miguel. Football is everything to Argentines. Uh, football is the 90 minutes of a person's lives in Argentina uh, that gives them joy or sadness in this case, or in the case of a, of a game loss. Um, and I can assure you that there is, uh, that all the things that he did wrong in his life and all the things that you can be against about Diego, uh, in his political views or, or whatever things that anyone might not have liked, like I have many, 
Uh, I never judge them on that. Uh, there is, we always respect the freedom of expression. And uh, Iso Diego was the greatest footballer in the history of this game. And that I can assure you that for that and for the joys that he brought to Argentine football, there is not one Argentine person not crying today. So many beautiful, true, sad words said there, Andres. Um, I wanted to just talk to you about, you know, you said that you know him and obviously the biggest, I guess for lack of a better word, myth about Maradona is that his demons almost were the reason why he was the way he was and or maybe the other way around and I don't know if you saw Asif Kapadia's obviously amazing film about him on how you know there are almost uh, a person with a dual identity right so there's 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 Diego and then there's Maradona when you met him when you talked to him when you built your relationship with him did you feel that Did you feel that sometimes there were two of him because one was what you said, what he represented to Argentina, but the other side was just the kid from the streets that just wanted to play and, and just and just be happy? He was always the kid from the street. Um, obviously, um, as he grew bigger, and can you imagine what he would have been today with Uh, social media with television the way it is now uh, you know his games were not worldwide available uh, way back in the 80s I mean there were you know few countries that televised the Napoli games the Italian league uh, could you imagine the grandiosity of his uh, cult figure if he would have played in, in this era Uh, but he was always very, very humble. I'm pretty sure that um, he got into character whenever he tried to step on the street, where, which in his playing time in, in Napoli was absolutely impossible. Um, it wasn't uh, an easy life to live while he was uh, on top of the world. Um, and he always was very very humble never lost his humble origins um and um you know all the times that i was with him he was just uh diego uh to the rest of the world he was uh, maradona but uh obviously uh, it was very very tough to to live in the maradona character i mean i can share with you that Um, I traveled the world thanks to, to soccer, to the most um, uh, farther places in, in the world. And every time they asked me, where are you from? And I said, Argentina. There was, and, and this is not an exaggeration, not one person, I mean, not one um, custom immigration officer, not one taxi driver, not one... Uh, person that asked me and associated Argentina to Maradona. I mean, Argentina has had, and, and, and Messi was already up and coming and, and has had many good, famous people. Uh, 
everyone in the world knew Diego Maradona for what he did on, on the pitch. And uh, nothing, he, he, he will always be remembered as, as a very humble uh, Diego, the, the guy that was like he said in, in, in one of his greatest quotes because he did have very, very good quotes um, you know, once he he landed in, in stardom world, if you will, he said, um, they gave me a kick in the ass from Villa Fiorito to Paris without telling me, you know, how I got here. Uh, basically, just the metaphor meaning that, you know, he came out from the slums at, at you know, very young age, catapulted to, to worldwide stardom and, and nobody told them you know what to do or, or how to get there or what to do in the middle and there he was on top of the world without anybody guiding him along the way so that's absolutely uh, correct because when we think about the superstars of today and how they deal with everything i guess they have like a blueprint of the people that did it before them maradona didn't have anybody like that to look behind. Maradona didn't know what, especially in his Napoli days, when a whole city that was already economically, culturally down, you know, and the club, the only thing that they had needed somebody. Here comes this kid from the streets of Buenos Aires and he just completely catapulted everything. It's, it's amazing. He really was with that person that said, I don't know what to do with this pressure, but at the same time, it's, the moment you got on the pitch, it, everything just became a dance. An incredible player. Uh, yeah. I have never seen to this day uh, the devotion that I had seen in Napoli while he was playing. And, and even, I mean, I, I cannot imagine the streets of Napoli right now. Um, you have to understand that he put Napoli on, on the Italian map, not as a soccer uh, powerhouse in the years that he was there winning their first uh, Scudetto, but uh, in the sense that the south of Italy was always uh, forgotten by the powerful north and all of a sudden there comes this uh, Argentinian football player that wins in the championship and everyone is talking and, and looking south and not looking north and, and there was a geopolitical uh, new day in, in Italy, thanks to, to football. Uh, that's what he meant for, for Napoli. And, and I had never, never, never seen in my life, in my days, a, a devotion as I've seen in, in Napoli while I was there. The two times that he won the Scudetto, I, I, I'll share with you a, a story of the first trip over there. I got to the hotel, I was hungry. I hadn't had time to uh, exchange money. So I went to a corner cafe, had some lunch and, and obviously the, the guy started talking to me and in my broken Italian, I said, he asked me, why are you here? And I said, no, because of the Scudetto that you're gonna win on, on Sunday. I'm a friend of Diego, a friend of Diego. The guy not only did not let me pay, he, I mean, brought I mean, he thought I was, I don't know, Brad Pitt, uh, just because I said I was, uh, I knew Diego. Uh, 
that's how crazy Napoli was uh, around him. And I cannot imagine for a second the, the grief uh, also in Napoli right now um, after hearing the news. It's an impact that he had not just on one country, not just on one city, but many others. Finally, Andres, before we say goodbye to you and we thank you so much for this, uh, played in four World Cups, won the 1986 World Cup, of course, the Golden Ball, nine club titles, including Boca Juniors, Barcelona, and of course, Napoli. Is there a moment to you that signifies more than another? Is it all of it? Is it just a collective gift that he gave you? Is there one specific memory to you, Andres, that, that says to you, I will never, ever forget this? Um, as a whole, the 1986 World Cup, but if I have to pick one out of his illustrious career, it would be the uh, second goal against England. Uh, I have never witnessed in person or by calling off to a goal of that magnitude. And I... I remember to this day exactly the way I moved, the way I started jumping on my seat and the joy that brought tears to my eyes, to my colleagues' eyes. I was really covering the World Cup. Um, and I will never, never forget that, that moment that, um, immortalizes him as the best player that has played this game. And we will leave it at that. Andres Cantor, uh, Telemundo, one of the most recognizable voices in the game, but also somebody that is truly feeling the pain today as we honor the great, the legendary Diego Armando Maradona. Andres, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on. I want to thank uh, Andres Cantor for joining me today as we say goodbye to one of the greatest, one of the most complicated artists in the game. There is not much that can be said, not much more that can be said about Diego Maradona. We all know how we feel. And if you go on social media or read an article or a book or go on YouTube or just watch anything, you know, as if Capadia's amazing documentary, there is everything there that you need to know about the myth that was Maradona. But many, not many knew the man. And the only thing I can compare him to is him as a player. And you can sense Andres's voice and his tears and what it meant to so many people to just see him. And the only thing I can bring it to is what Eduardo Galeano, the Uruguayan writer, said about him. Uh, when he was finally gone from the 1994 World Cup. So I'll share you with you these last words as we say goodbye from Eduardo Galeano. When Maradona was finally thrown out of the 94 World Cup, soccer lost its most strident rebel and also a fantastic player. Maradona is uncontrollable when he speaks, but much more so when he plays. No one can predict the devilish tricks this inventor of surprises will dream up for the simple joy of throwing the computers off track, tricks he never repeats. He's not quick, more like a short-legged bull, but he carries the ball sewn to his foot and he has eyes all over his body. His acrobatics light up the field. He can win a match with a thundering blast when his back is to the goal 
or with an impossible pass from afar when he's corralled by thousands of enemy legs. And no one can stop him when he decides to dribble upfield. In the frigid soccer of today's world, which detests defeat and forbids all fun, that man was one of the few who proved that fantasy too can be effective. Rest in peace, Diego Armando Maradona. We'll see you next time.